Hey crew, we wanted to let you know before the show starts that we have some new ways to support the show. That's right. Not only have we been streaming regularly at twitch.tv slash yayotalkshow, which has included Rowdy Games of Uno, Smasher Pass, where you, the viewer, can push us further on our reasoning as to why we chose one or the other, and other moments that live exclusively on that Twitch, but also... We've opened up a Yayo Talk Show merch store. Either look in the description of this episode for the link or go to tinyurl.com slash yytshop to pick up a variety of cool stuff featuring art from our very own Molly Flood and Al McClellan Jr. Good luck spelling that one. Yeah! Um, <laughs> Molly and I are going to be working on updating the store with new designs and new products as frequently as we can. <laughs> If you want to be the first person to hear about new designs, make sure you're following us either on our Twitch or on Twitter at Yayo Talk Show. We'd probably still be doing all of this whether we had the show or not, but we're happy that you've made the decision to join us. Whether you're a new fan like Caden or been with it for decades like the rest of us, we're happy to have you here. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. Yo! Yayo Talk Show! Don't give it up, Molly. Dreamin'. Don't give it up, Marco. Dreamin'. Don't give it up, Kayla. Don't They talk about the show, this group of four friends. Been going for a million years, there's no end. Watching every arc and saga, no sleep. It's the king of anime. 1,000 episodes deep. Yayo, 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 Talk Show. Talking about One Piece. It's the name of the podcast. We're not on by. What's up, wenches, privateers, and non-binary buccaneers? Welcome aboard the most chaotic One Piece podcast on the Grand Line, Turnet. Time to introduce you to the crew. First, we've got the captain of the Kruno Pirates, Molly D. Simpy. What up is me? Hayden <laughs> <laughs> Jensen. Uh, I have the door to my VO booth open because it's summer and it's hot, so yeah. leave me alone. I'm hey, hot <laughs> girl's open. No, yeah. it's too hot. It's global warming. It's Brennan climate off. change. Stop hot it. Hot girl summer. Hot girl climate warning. Make it, make it, <laughs> make it slightly colder because hot girl summer is killing me. Air <laughs> conditioning summer. Land the floor and cry some. Go, Ooh, no. floor Al. time summer? <laughs> Al, go to Al, please. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce you to somebody whose na- entire name and oeuvre will probably be changing after this episode. Why? You probably know why. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the resident laugh doctor, Mr. Al McClelland. It's me! And the laughter died, I think, last episode. It, did. <laughs> so, it was the day the laughter died. Yeah, no. Oh, wow. I hope you liked being depressed because welcome to welcome to Annie's lobby. It begins. <laughs> just swipe, just sweat off your head. And I'm the brain warrior. Wave what? I'm the brain warrior of the way, sea. The way warrior. The internet's Mark Fidonica. I goofed that one up pretty hardcore. Wow, I didn't mean to roast you so hard. But it was, no, we all leave. Oh, no, it's all. None of this is being cut. We smell. We smell water. We smell blood in the water. We smell water. We smell water. We smell water in the blood. Not letting that by either. No, we very... smells water in the blood. <laughs> Wario is bleeding. We're, is we're a... sweeping the leg. No mercy. The this podcast is... is bleeding out. 
Don't be fooled. This is going to be a sad episode. <laughs> this is just come getting all of the happy out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> so we've we've been in a little bit of a holding pattern. Uh, we've been recording like we've we've usually get like big chunks, take a couple of weeks, big chunks, take a couple of weeks, but we're starting to get into more of a, Oh God, it's summertime. We're all, we're all so busy. The world is opening back up. And this may be a little bit of a surprise. Caden, what number episode are you on? I am on the same episode that I've been on for a while because everybody told me I was going to supersonic racing fast. So I'm at 522. Yeah, I'm at 522. Molly said, no, slow down, savor it. Like I snickered. Stop. I said it more like, stop it. You're going to <laughs> I was trying to give you the benefit of the doubt there, Molly, but okay. Stop, Maybe not. Yeah. That's our captain. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, 300 episodes in like a month is a lot. It is a lot. <laughs> I feel like if I didn't have a breakdown about how fast you were going and how slow we were recording. Uh, you could have been caught up by now because I believe in you and I, I believe in your There tab. was RTX. I would have never caught up. I would have never caught up. I was so busy. I believe. I was but so also, busy. We, you just blew through so fast that we just really need to slow it down. We just need to slow it down. <laughs> also, Mark... My husband, where are you going? Hey, come back. You're going to have to cut out what I just said. You're going to need to bleep my, my husband's name because we haven't gotten there yet. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I'll even leave in the part where you say, hey, you're going to have to bleep it for more drama. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I we all know it's. So moving on, we <laughs> bleep back too, just for the mystery. Um, so be <laughs> before we get into the episode proper, uh, we want to uh, make sure that wherever you're listening to our show, that uh you leave us a review on your podcast provider of choice. So if you're listening to us on iTunes, leave us a review. Uh, if you're coming to us from an international iTunes store, take a screenshot, send it to us, because we actually have two new reviews <gasps> since the last time we recorded. Oh my gosh, wow. that's so amazing. So we've got a five-star review from TD Wolfpack 35 that says, Come aboard! If you're looking for a great podcast for One Piece fans old and new, this is the one. I love the energy of the whole crew in Caden's Wild Theories. Revisiting the series and some of the movies has only made me love One Piece even more. Keep up the great work, crew no pirates. Hell yeah. Oh, thank you. Awoo. <laughs> Feelings. A little awoo for the wolf. Awoo. And here's a little, right. uh, here's a, a five-star from Mufasa Irlaitfa. Uh, Mufasa. Part of the ship, part, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> I misread that. Fart of the ship, fart of the crew. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been following Caden and Rooster Teeth stuff. Thank you again for getting me back into gunplay. When I heard that they were part of a One Piece podcast, I love this podcast so much. I binged it while at work. Uh, it's a perfect mix of comedy and lore. My favorite character so far is Jack Bonesman. Ah, I'm Jack really Bonesman. hoping for an auxiliary watch along, which is something that we have been talking about. But yeah. thank you so much, uh, uh, Mufasa and uh, and Teedy Wolf for. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> if he didn't say it, I would have said it. 
and wow. TD Wolfpack, thank you very much for your thank reviews. You. Remember, uh, yeah. if if you uh, if you leave us a review, we'll read it on air. Thank you so much uh, for coming aboard the journey with us. Part of the ship, part of the crew. Part of the ship, part of the crew. <laughs> so I wanted to so I wanted to to mention something too. A lot of people constantly message, "Where can I watch One Piece?" So I'm going to to toss uh, a one out there that if you want to watch One Piece up to date. You're going to probably need to subscribe to Funimation's app, which uh, that's where I've been watching it. It allows me to, you know, to binge things fairly easily. It allows me to watch it dubbed and subbed, and it's fantastic. Uh, However, uh, I don't know how recent this is. I think it's fairly recent, but One Piece up to uh, up to the uh, end of Alabasta is on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the stuff that we said, if you'd like to try and get into it, it's in those first four seasons. You can go ahead and take a look at it on Netflix. If you like what you see there, you can test, you know, because I feel like most people have Netflix. And then you can test your, you know, test the waters a little bit. <laughs> and then decide if you want to, like, go a little bit further and, you know, subscribe to another service to get the, the full One Piece experience. And hey, you know, maybe check out some more anime. For American audiences, we should say. Yes, for for non-American audiences, don't know where I don't know what outside of the United States. Uh, Rugging sound, Toei. I'm not sure. Uh, local local cable, but yeah, it's Netflix, Funimation, and Crunchyroll is where you will find One Piece in the states at least. And I think Crunchyroll, you can watch a fair amount of it still with like commercials and stuff. Like you can yeah. even if you have just like a free account, you can watch a fair amount. But I since think everybody only- had. Netflix seems to be a good place to start. I don't know if you can watch every season, but the most current seasons are on uh, Crunchy in Japanese, and you can watch those for free, except for probably whatever the like episode that got released this weekend will yeah, probably the first be behind week, a paywall. A week, yeah, and yeah, it'll be free the next week. But you gotta watch, you gotta watch this entire show before you can get there. UK and Ireland, you can watch on Crunchyroll. Uh, they just expanded fairly recently. It was back in May, up to episode 746 in the UK and in uh, in Ireland. So um, there's if there's a, if there's a will, there's a, a way to to watch One Piece. Please join us. Uh, I I'm, I've been consistently pleasantly surprised by this series. I know this is what episode like 400,000 of uh, our own show, but. Yeah, please. It's it's Nine. it's fun. I'm having. Shut up. <gasps> Numbers Wait, are hard. Okay. Did we do a CP? Do we do CP nine on the ninth episode? Yeah, oh and my Water god! We did it again. What? what the hell? I quit. I quit. That's it. I quit. That's it. I'm leaving. Destiny. Um, yeah, and- we made the realization before the the release of the Water Seven one that yes! Water Seven was episode, was episode seven. seven. Yeah, dude, we're just big braining it without having a brain. So we're gonna we're gonna be king of the numbers. King of the numbers. The largest the largest brain moves are the ones where you don't use your brain at all. That's fair. That's why I'm so genius at all times. That's why you're the captain. The show ate the number number no me fruit. <gasps> Thank you and good night. I, I have something, guys. I'm I'm sorry to interrupt everything, but numby numby know me. Numby numby know me. Numby numby. <laughs> I like that. The good news is is that now where we are after our last movie uh, episode, we should now be in a place to be watching the movies going forward. That should be easier for you guys to watch. These are movies that are on DVD. These are movies that should be on Funimation or Crunchyroll. Somebody, whoever has the English licensing um, here, 
uh, I'm I'm pretty sure Funimation uh, did all of the dubbing at this point for the movies, and they should be easier moving forward. Uh, One Piece movie Gold, One Piece movie Z, uh, Stampede, Stampede, all of those uh, of those that we will be watching, you guys should be able to watch too, and that's the good news. Hype, hype. <laughs> but anyway, what are, we, what are we talking train. about? What are we talking about this episode, Mark? Al had a great transition of hype train to yep. take us back to Rocket Man and the train heading toward Annie's lobby, and. We, we had a couple of our, our crew split up in between Sanji and Frankie and a new member, Soga King, trying to catch up and free Robin before they even get there. And then we have the rest of the Straw Hats, the Frankie family, and the remaining members of Galela in, uh, and Yokozuna, excuse me, in the Rocket Man uh, experimental train with no brakes, uh, heading up quickly behind on our way to Annie's lobby and we get some, some pretty fun fights and we get some like weird, some good character moments coupled with some weird ones. Um, who wants to pick up who, who wants to skip Sanji because he's canceled me. Fair enough. Moving on. But <laughs> <laughs> the, I, I like, uh, I like, uh, the fight that we got be with Sanjay, San, what? Hello, take two. Use take two. Um, Sanji and Wanze, because we got to see a little bit of Sanji's knife skills, but they're but he's using them like swords. No, it's knife skills because he's a chef. Get it? And also, Wanze is just so magnificently weird. Uh-huh. And the fact that we get him for a split second, he has his ramen style. He makes an, a a mech out of. <laughs> out of noodles can we talk for a minute about how he does this ramen style like would you would you like to take that al he gets a mouthful of flour chews it up and fires ramen noodles out of his nose and then he cuts the noodles with his nose hair yeah that's how that's made what are you talking about this is the chef for cp9 yeah no that's normal this is uh i guess i'm the weird one Everybody just respectfully denies the noodles. It's like, mm, you know what? No, not, no, no, thank you. I'll just take this empty soup. Yeah, I'll just take the broth. You don't want to know where that came from. No, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, I think this was a fun diversion fight that gave us more of a thing, more of a, a look of because of how serious some of the things that we're about to face and have faced uh, can be. Let's let's get a little bit of levity with some of these characters and introduce new ones to counter how like grim, dark, serious the members of CP9 that we have met already are. And when it comes to Wanze uh, Weaselman, James H. Weaselman, I don't remember his <laughs> name. Um, uh, he he was like the yeah, I'm a member of CP9 too, and everyone's like <laughs> no. <laughs> And no, nobody acknowledges him. He's just sort of on the thing and fights. Um, but that's where we get we we get True. we get Frankie uh, Centaur for the first time. And yeah, he that, does it wrong. <laughs> there's a lot going on in this. There is, like, there is a lot it, going it on. It tries to like okay. So so One Piece has this thing that, and I feel like this is the first time where it almost abandons it. 
it almost abandons it because there's just too much like real serious stuff going on. Except for Soga King, who's just like, I mean, no, actually, like, no, he still kind of like has some serious moments too, where it's just like, as Soga King, he's still like the fact that Luffy doesn't know he's Usopp and also Chopper, but everybody else does. But this is where One Piece decides to be like, okay, we're still going to make a couple jokes, but we're going to sit you down and we're going to talk about some real stuff for a minute. And it it handles the transition really well because like through, you know, through, you know, taking on Rocket Man and everything and everything that happened in Water 7, we started that. And then like we lean away from the jokes and into the seriousness of things as we get into Annie's lobby. And the transition's really, really well done as far as the writing is concerned and making it known that it's like, okay, you know, expect less humor. And it does it in a way that doesn't seem jarring, which I, I really appreciated. Yeah, I can agree with that. So, like, we're we're tr- zooming towards Annie's lobby, and we like the little bit of levity with these fights, but we do eventually catch up with Robin, and it's Soga King who makes first contact, and it's great that this scene is isolated because so far nobody's fallen for the whole so- Soga King. Uh, disguise that Usopp has put on and Shock. especially yeah shocking especially with Robin just being like oh what's up long nose friend uh how <laughs> how you at and we get this this interesting scene like this real scene between these two characters that leads into more even more ridiculousness and we keep getting in fo- something something happened to Robin where the presence of CP9 is enough to to try to protect them, protect the Straw Hats, and she's willing to put up with anything because she feels like she has to serve this punishment. You know that's and you don't you hate you hate to see that. You're like, oh, girl, what's wrong? Please just tell me what's wrong. Everything's fine. Mm. It's all <laughs> fine. We'll get to that later. But it's a great it's a great little little moment between between Usopp and and Robin. And again, it's one of those things that like those tiny, very like pointed character moments between two characters who haven't really interacted too much that builds more of the because there's the part of the ship, part of the crew mentality that everybody has. But getting to have those moments between oh, here's here's the dynamic between Robin and Usopp. Here's the dynamic between Robin and Chopper and Robin and, and Luffy and so on and so forth. Getting to have those moments explains where each character fits in the other character's mind and heart. Which again, as far as our, our, our main, you know, Straw Hat Pirates are concerned, they go into that stuff very well. This is the found family trope done so perfectly. And... To go off of that, even just a little bit, it's it happens with Zoro here. Of for the longest time, he was like that woman, that woman, that woman, that woman. And the second it's wait, they took her. We gotta go save Robin. Like it's it's <laughs> like a big big brother, uh, or like it's like a sibling thing of like that guy's a jerk. Like a little bit less so than him and Sanji, where. Uh, Look, nobody gets to make Robin make fun of Robin in, uh, except me, and that and Zoro is part of the ship, part of the crew when it comes to that sort of a thing. 
he 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 doesn't seem like it, but he's probably one of the most like don't mess with the crew people on the low key. One of the most like don't don't touch these people. Don't I will hurt you. <laughs> Going into his backstory, like his mission up to that point was just to be the like greatest swordsman that ever lived. And then he ends up putting Luffy's dream above his own where like Luffy will be the pirate King. And then my mission can happen. And so it's like that you see how he grows as a character. It's like, he's willing to chop off his own legs for his own dream, but how far is he willing to go to also help achieve Luffy's dream and the crew's dream? Like he's, he's putting these other people above himself and I don't know if it happens here, but during this arc, he's like, we're not kids playing pirates. We're a crew. And like that he's growing a lot. during. Yeah. I think it's as a result of, I think it might be in the epilogue where he like, he just says it outright of like, look, what we just did was a big deal. And we're going to have a lot of people chasing after us. Um, But before we get too far away from this scene, um, Molly, did you have any thoughts on the the scene between Robin and Soga King when they finally catch up? It's just so good. Like I'm sure you guys <laughs> have already. <laughs> it's good. It's good, dog. Uh, no, it's just I'm sure you guys. You know, it's been said before, but it's just a complete juxtaposition to what our our dear friend Usopp was just dealing with with Luffy. Um, maybe the ideals that he didn't have during that fight uh are you know are different now but his his good friend uh Soga King you know he he sees the problem in the friendship and he's he's trying to promote camaraderie now with another crew member who's gone <laughs> he's astray. made his own middleman for this fight he just hates seeing good friends fight you know the, so this is ultimately where we get the the decision of well, well, no. CP9 intervenes. A couple of more of the agents go down. And Robin's like, you get the hell out of here right now. I have made my decision. Like, f- that's when everybody sort of escapes to the back the back car. And it gets disconnected. They they, to- they grab Robin and go. Like, whatever. whatever. We gotta go. It, it, was, it working. was about to it work. Was and then it was like, you see, we saw that, like, the first, like, real display of power from cp9 since they left uh, since they let, left water seven and it's and and now we're gonna start getting into like the real real and arriving at any's lobby does any does anybody else have anything that they want to say about the train did we mention sanji's ability that's we were talking about wanze and we weren't very specific you're right <laughs> There's just this weird uncanny valley ability that Sanji just shows off in this fight uh, that we won't see the last of. But Sanji's feet, they're just so powerful, dude. Uh, They can just completely rearrange your face. And I was thinking about this last night, too, that he totally changes people's faces, but like to his version of what he thinks handsome is, which I think is very interesting because it's all it's all like. Sanji can draw, but Sanji can draw one face and it's everybody's, it's the same (laughs) face over and over again. It's the, it's the handsome, quote unquote, handsome man face. Right. The, the handsome Squidward meme. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, he got real good at drawing one face and he can only do it in like a three quarter turn. He can only do it from, from left side profile. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And using his foot. 
thinking about that last night and it was just like wow he really just knows how to do the one face huh yeah and yeah just just for whatever he, reason Oda was like how to draw anime book yeah <laughs> <laughs> everyone's hair is blue um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, hey, it's hey. Just, <laughs> what? wait a minute. What? Nothing wrong with that. You don't have blue hair presently. <laughs> Not you. I'm gonna I'm gonna cancel Molly and. Uh oh. No, go go go. Uh, no, it's you. just like for whatever reason, Oda is just like oh, and he can also do this, and they just don't ever address it. They don't. It's just a thing that Sanji can do, and it's so weird. And we'll talk about it again in I future think, episodes. I think it's it's something that Oda's just similarly to like Echo, Echoes of Buggy, my memoir, um, where he if he likes something, he'll try to, or if he's like, you know what, this is dumb. Let me see if I can pull this off, and then he he does it. He likes it, and he figures out a way to bring it back. And let's do it again and again. And this being something that they don't really talk about or spend any real time being like, ah, yes, I learned this learning under Zeph and blah, blah, blah. It's like, nah, nah, he just did it. Whatever. He's just like so pissed at this guy's face. And like, if for whatever reason it works, though, like it's like it it works multiple times where he's just like, you got a really bad attitude because this and that and your face pisses me off. Let me just change your whole face. And it's like, wow, I'm handsome now. You, you know what? You get out of here, you crazy kid. Like you're you're good in my book, but you did me a solid. And it, it's it's, like, it's oh. amazing what a little bit of uh, personal self confidence can do for somebody's like you know own projected personality and how they view themselves can affect you know how they interact with others. Maybe yeah. uh, maybe be a little bit more happy with yourself and kicking and yourself your, to self confidence. Yeah, yeah, you need to like you know you need to you know treat yourself a little better, and then you'll realize that you should be treating other people better too, or get your face kicked in by. <laughs> Yuck is a plastic surgeon. <laughs> he, can, he gave you this power. He'll take it away. All right. But yeah, just Please, like this weird. Go. It's already a weird <laughs> fight. It's already a weird fight. Just real quick. It's already a weird fight. And it's just like, we're, we, we, we know Sanji's cooking. We know that's his thing. His whole thing about not using knives. That's his whole feet thing. He doesn't use his hands because he's a chef. And that's what this fight is. It's just, just I, I, don't, I don't even know why they have a chef on the train it's like an hour you know it's like an hour to their destination like they don't package. it's a train I, chef but then yeah. they, they then they sell oreos they don't Luchy's have a she's hungry I know anybody the want some nozzles i mean noodles <laughs> no, well nozzles. he's the, he's he's the chef of the train though he just happens to work for any's lobby he's the mm-hmm. chef for the train which means he's also like he's chef plus a guard on this sh- on on the train so it's it kind of makes sense that's just like of course we're gonna plant some 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 cops on the train to make <sighs> sure that nobody messes with the train but this train goes to other places besides any's lobby this is a commuter oh, yeah. train remember i forgot yeah, yeah yeah you're right i forgot I forgot about that. Um, Fuck I forgot that the government just took it. They're like ours now. Stupid. Um, yeah, just weird fight. But I felt it was I felt it was important to bring up the the plastic surgery thing because it's <laughs> not the first. It's not just like a one and done thing. It, it comes back. I'm just, I'm just like I know we're going to talk about it, but I'm trying to remember 
just send it to me later where it where it comes back. Oh, okay. We have, we have a lot. We have a lot. We have a lot to cover and not a lot of time to do it. So let's. And let's, the points don't matter. So when we get the, to Eni's lobby, God. Uh, God. when we get to Eni's lobby, this is where like we we get a. Oh yeah, that's right. When we get a lot of more time with Spandam and realize that he's the absolute worst. And even Shock. with even with, and I, and I don't think I'm speaking too out of turn. Uh, Al or Molly in saying even with like current One Piece, Spandam is still considered to be one of the absolute worst. And and yes. Kane, you might have met the the one person that could tie him in in terribleness due to their actions against people we like. Mm. So, and the, but the fact that the character choices that the actor made that the writing made that the design made al mentioned it last episode uh for some reason he has a mankind mask on which <laughs> when i first saw it i was like there's no way there's absolutely no nope it's just that mask somebody just yeah. saw the mask thought it was cool and added it to his design yeah. and it works it's so it's so weird how a non uh non devil fruit user because of like can be this terror because there there's so many things that are revealed about the world government in this arc just in the way that they um they staff the the way that that they run things that it's there there's so much like subtext of how terrible the world government is and spandam is like the poster boy for all of that mm-hmm. yeah i kylie he is my most hated character like, he's also period. he does like the most direct mental damage to your favorite character. So of and, course, and while I'll, I'll like this, this is the I will say this. I was already in love with Nico Robin because she's a fun character and she's really interesting. This is where this is where the unfortunateness of oh wow she's my favorite character turns into oh wow uh, she's she's the she's the comfort character and then it's like oh no what are you doing. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. Stop. And again, we'll we'll get there. We'll no. get there. But I will no. say in in almost no uncertain terms, Spandam is the character I hate the most. I just hate I hate Spandam so much. Oh, straight up. In terms of like characters who have no redemption, who have no good qualities, n- there's no reason to like this guy. Like, no. Even the people that work for him are like, this guy sucks. <laughs> this guy sucks, yeah, entirely. They're like, God, I hate this guy. Yeah. He you sucks. The worst. <laughs> so we get to kind of it. garbage. Which Can makes I say it? which, garbage which makes game. this arc very satisfying in some parts. But oh, we'll dude. get there. Don't worry. Straight up. Okay. Um where where do you want to take this, Molly? I want to take this to the lobby. Oh, we we at the lobby. We um, we lobby. Do we go outside? Well, <laughs> we were on. We were, we just we were like we were looking at the train. We were at the train, and then so there's something there's something that One Piece does really well, and and it's a it's where I think they can really shine, and it and they do it a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, and it's all right. We have these two mass groups of people, and we need to figure out a way to get them out of the way so that our main players 
can act. So it's like chorus versus like main characters. And the way that One Piece does chorus is they have a massive marine, a massive marines and a mass of an opposing force fight and then our crew finds like the generals and the the strong ones so and so like so on and so forth. And so we we saw it in Alabasta, we see it here where and we see it kind of ad nauseum in the future of one piece where it's just uh magnus rushes in the anime um (laughs) and we (laughs) so with this we have the frankie family and um galila and the straw hats taking on all of these marines but luffy is just like no i gotta get to robin before before anything and runs ahead but we get our first cp9 fight where luffy Mm -hmm fights Bluno and we see gear second for the first time and something and both with CP nine introducing like the six, the, the six like ways of battle or whatever it's called. I forget. Um, but we like Soru and things like that where, uh, okay. The military has this extra training and can our, can our team stand up to that? And Luffy sort of fires the first shot with, Oh, you think this is, I, this isn't even my final form. <laughs> and, uh, once Bluno goes down, we have, I would say arguably one of the most iconic moments in the show where the straw hats catch up and Soga King. And we have this face off where <laughs> I can imagine if you do this in real life, you know, in anime, it's cool and you get close ups and people are shouting at each other. But if you like cut to the wide shot, it's just like, like wind blowing like, <laughs> hey you mm-hmm. suck you know stuff stuff like that um but it's it's <laughs> look if if uh the world government did this to you robin then we're gonna declare war on the world government soga yeah. king take it down burns the flag and oh, oh god they, yes. they essentially punch their ticket of oh god like it they we don't come back to it until much later of what exactly they did for, on on the the world stage that is but mm-hmm. this is where it's like robin all you have just say say that you want to live say that you want to live and and we're 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 here we're here to save you like this it oh god dang man i mean for yeah. luffy in that moment it's not about like declaring war on the world government it's about protecting a friend it's like Mm -hmm. i don't care what it will take what whatever the symbolism is fuck you and your butts because you hate my friend luffy is literally like i don't know what that flag means but that flag upsets robin shut it down literally nobody 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 like like everybody's there everybody is standing there and standing there defiantly like it's it's no like Sanji would be able to put two and two together. Nami would be able to put two and two together here. They should be able to understand, like, what... Nami and Sanji, at the very least, understand what they're about to do. Zoro, maybe. Maybe. Um, But Chopper doesn't really understand, and Luffy doesn't really understand, and Usopp kind of gets it. But... Taking Soga a look King. at everything, Soga King. My apologies, <laughs> but taking yeah, a look Usopp? at it, they're here. so they're so focused on the goal of we want to save Robin, and the thing that's definitely standing between us and that is the symbolism of that flag. And they're just like, so if we get rid of that, then the first barrier is gone. 
I mean, they're pirates. They're pirates, right? They've they understand what symbolism on flags mean right. on their their but main. You know, they're still in this moment. A lot of them are still thinking of it as ship to ship combat. Yeah, and again, later on, they realize the ramifications of this. But that's where their mentality is. It's like this is just another ship to to you know to take down on our grand, you know, adventure towards becoming the best pirates in the world. Mm-hmm. And that's all it that's all it really is to them is somebody took our crew, we got to burn their flag. Because if we do, then it's 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 a declaration of we we're coming for you. And our, it's like whose flag was this again? Oh, uh, right. <laughs> our crew doesn't think in long they don't think in long play. They don't think about the future. They think about the here and now. They go fight to fight. For and real. The, the current fight is that flag, and it's going to catch these hands. <laughs> as as much as we sort of joked and and uh, attempted to speed through it, getting the the small sort of thematic reminder through the Foxy games, while the anime did take a little bit too long with it, I will say. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Getting that reminder of what these things mean, what our crew's ideals are, how important it is, part of the ship, part of the crew, things of that nature, helped reinforce this notion of like, we just went, or or even, and, and I'll keep it light in case people didn't get a chance to see the movie, and even if you take into the effect, take into account the events of Baron of Monstery and the Secret Island, and you take all of that into account, heading into Water 7, heading into Eni's Lobby, and we get the, we get this amazing moment of Robin admitting to herself and to her crew and the world, I want to live. Take me out to sea with you and Polly, especially. But from the, <laughs> how dare that's you? all I wanted. That's all I wanted. Was it? How dare you? How absolutely <laughs> dare you? So I want to take. Can I take a minute about take as, as long these, as you want reasonably? I, it's just it, there's it's it's no 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 that's fair. There's there's four episodes. It's four episodes. Uh, uh, episodes two seventy five all the way to through two seventy eight that detail uh, Nico Robin's story. And literally, uh, the the episode title where it starts is Robin's Past, The Girl Who Was Called a Demon. And it's just like, the moment I saw that, I'm just like, uh uh-oh. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. So it zips us twenty years, uh, twenty years prior, where Robin is on this this island of just really pleasant people who just like books a lot, pretty much. That's what it just seems like. Nerds. Um, but even so, even so, even so, she's not treated well in her own group. Like even with her own, you know, with her quote unquote with her own people here, she's not necessarily treated super well. She's treated well amongst these like these the people who work at this the the quote unquote the world's greatest library. Uh, um, but by her own family, uh, which is she's living with her her aunt and uh, her aunt's husband and their daughter, and she's just not treated especially well. So she, you know, it's like she starts learning and you know leaning into like learning about the world through archaeology uh, when she's like eight years old. She just like falls into a passion because it's a great distraction and it's the thing that makes her happy. So like it turns and out that it's the thing her mom's doing, right? The thing is, is like, that's all she really knows is that much. 
and not anything else. So she wants to like help out with like, you know, doing research and stuff. And she's constantly denied this, uh, you know, over and over again. And then she's fully rejected entirely. And then so she goes on this little bit of a, 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 a trek to like kind of like cry and, you know, be a kid and be disappointed about it. And then she meets Jaguar D. Saul, who is a giant. And is wearing a cowboy hat, and that won't influence her at all in the future, period. <laughs> that yeehaw energy. I kicked into the dot. Who is an ex-vice admiral of the Marines. And they become friends through, you know, like, having conversations. Robin keeps visiting him because he's just, like, living on the island now in secret to try to, like, dodge the Marines because... Shockingly, the Marines are bad and they want people to do bad things to and justify them with it's just the natural order. Um, but they become friends, and uh Saul is the one who helps like you know Robin learn to, you know, find find happiness again through through laughter, through laughing through the pain to a little bit of a degree, which was uh anybody want to do the laugh? Anybody want to do do his laugh? Thank you. So that takes us through to, you know, it's like they they learn more about each other, and Saul learns that Nico Olivia is Robin's mother. And that, you know, that he is currently on an island that is being targeted by the world government. And he's like, we need to warn everybody now because everybody's got to get out of here. Um, and uh, Olivia, uh, Nico, uh, Nico Robin's mom, returns and decides to not tell Robin that she's back. And because, like, if there's a direct correlation, because uh, Olivia knows at this point, it's like, if they know that Robin's my daughter they will target her pointedly, no matter what, just because she's my daughter and no other reason. So CP9 ha, uh, comes in and uh, this is the OG CP9 years and years ago, uh, come in there and they start capturing the, 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 the folks on the island that were, you know, it's like the, the epitome of what Robin wanted to be, the people who were close to her, which were the, the scholars of the island. And, um, it turns out that these poneglyphs, the things that, you know, Robin has been looking at throughout the, the history of the series so far, you know, have been carved by this, like, super old ancient country in order to prevent people from, you know, completely, like, erasing the actual history of the world. But the world government is just like, no, no poneglyphs, none of this stuff. Um, and, of course, uh, Spandam's dad, who I don't remember his name, uh, if anybody remembers it. Spandine. Spandine, thank you. Uh, decides that you know what no more no more no no more messing around that's it uh takes out the golden denden mushi pushes the button which initiates the buster call which means that everybody all hands on deck we're erasing this island from existence and that means everyone on it if you're on it and you're a marine sorry you don't exist anymore Game over. It is there. It is there. There. You know too much. Yeah, that's it. It's over. We don't want it. No one leaves this. If you're on the island, no one leaves. Um. So uh, it's at this moment that you know everything's going to hell. Robin realizes, you know, it's like you know, recognizes Olivia and just is trying to like call out to to her mom. Olivia says no, but then Robin 
as this kid decides to do the things, it's like, please, please, I know I'm your daughter. Please, you know, recognize me here. I'm going to become an archaeologist and I can read the poneglyphs. And it's just like, uh, no, <laughs> which seals Robin's fate entirely. She's eight years old. And now the government knows that she can read poneglyphs and that she is smart enough to be qualified as an archaeologist, which means that doesn't matter if she's Olivia's daughter. She's already got a target on her back. So... She- so desperately wants to be recognized by mama that yep. sweet child don't you understand even though everyone's been telling you there's there's a difference between understanding and comprehension right? yes. people have been telling her over and over again don't do this don't do that this is don't for your own good it's incredibly don't. dangerous we are all in danger at all times we don't want that for you and robin's just like yeah but yeah but yeah Bro, so, i can i can I read i can read mommy. Yeah, that's important to her. The buster call is still going on. Uh, You know, Olivia and Robin have a bit of a moment, but Olivia knows that it's game over for her. So she trusts Saul with Robin. And then... And, and that leads and that leads to, you know, the, the finality of, you know, this, this, like, it's... <sighs> They they start mm-hmm. making their way away. You know, Robin is almost inconsolable at this point. Um, and it's just Saul is 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 fighting the the, the battleships and do, doing all this stuff solo. And, and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. here comes Aokiji out of nowhere. No, I don't like him. And Aokiji no. and Saul have this, no. this, this, honestly, it's a quite a great heart to heart. They have this moment, but Aokiji is just like, I can't let this go. I can't let this go. I can't let you go, but I'm just going to ignore the fact that Robin is on this little boat and leaving. Just you can go and I'm going to pretend it's not happening because you're eight. So Aokiji does have a little bit of a heart there, but he ends up freezing Saul solid. And that's solid. It's just, Mm. no, please. For for a character, for a character that I don't like, I will give him this. Um, He is on a constant path that it's right. The world is great, right? You know, it's kind of, it's not about doing, it's not, you know, all one way or all the other way. It's a mix of everything. And for this guy in particular, he is in a constant path of doing what he think is right, but also following the rules and keeping his job. And sometimes those things don't line up. And we've already seen it uh, with their reunion, him and Robin um, at Foxy's games. And even then, you know, the the sliver of I won't take you in because technically I'm on my lunch break. Like, yep. you know, is, he, he's still he'll find a, a loophole. He'll find a loophole to make things possible if there is a loophole for him to take. He, but if there's no other option, then, you know, even A-map. he, he, he <laughs> you know, it's like he resigns himself to his position, which you can kind of tell that even he doesn't really like. But at some point, you got to quit being a Marine and be a person. Um, Aokiji, mm. wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But, you know, it's like it's kind it's really uh, it's it's a lot. It's something we'll talk about again. It is definitely this is not the last we will hear of this 
this conflicting man. We will catch that thought process a little bit later, but continuing on a bit, we, you know, it's like we, we see, you know, uh, a child Robin, you know, paddling away on this little tiny boat away from the only home and the only people she's ever known for better or worse completely just it's the island is sinking she has seen so many people like die in front of her and everything and she is laugh she's laughing like how Saul taught her as she's crying then we zip back to the present and this is when Robin starts talking about like why she's you know done everything she's done to this point because every time She's, you know, tried to, you know, plant a flag somewhere, you know, be it with the wrong crowd or the right crowd. It didn't matter because her existence amongst those people meant that they would be hunted and they would find their end. And it has happened consistently. So she feels that she needs to atone for the sin that she carries in her heart of being the reason that so many people have died, be they good people or not, it is her fault that she continues to exist and she has resigned herself to turning herself into CP9. This is her resolve, is she is now giving up. They finally got her and it's over because she does not want to see, she doesn't want to see the Straw Hats suffer like so many others. She has been the cause. People that she actually cares about. People who she's actually she she has friends now and she's like ah I can't do this to them and the thing everybody is, else everybody else that we saw like real quick where it's like a, a family like taking in young Robin and they're like call the cops we got her but yep. she knows those people are gonna turn in for Enemy money spotted. she works she works <laughs> for other pirate captains before she meets Crocodile knowing who gives a crap these guys are bad guys like. You know, the, I don't they really care what happens to yeah, them. They, they, the thing is, it's like they also treat her with that same level of respect, too. It's like she's got a bounty. She's wanted. She must know something. She's she's gets a little bit. She gets a level of respect from the pirates that like the normal people on normal, regular islands don't give her. So she, she's you the know, girl she's who also, lived. It's it's such a it's such a like a a. a difficult moment for her to just kind of like she had no childhood she had nothing to to base anything on every adult in her life has been terrible to her and treated her like a commodity or a paycheck in one way or another so she's just like i give up because at this point i'm either gonna fall in line with somebody else who's terrible or i'm gonna get you all killed that's it i don't want to be a burden to you any of you anymore leave me here let me die and then you can live and it will be fine. I am fine with dying here because if you can just go and my death will mean something, then maybe it won't hurt so much. And I'm freaking sobbing through this yeah. entire thing because it's just like that hit too close. It hit too close to home. It hit too close to home. And then Luffy opens his mouth. <laughs> and says, it's like, I don't care. Tell I don't me care. You, shut up. I don't care. I don't care about Robin, any of this. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. Tell me you want to live. Tell me you want to get McDonald's with me. And Robin pauses because there's just this moment in this great shot of just everybody standing there waiting to hear Robin's response. And the the full response is like, 
she's just breaks down and all of the cool, like, you know, badass mom vibes that she's had this entire time where she's completely in control of everything. All of the facade goes away. Robin breaks down and accepts the actual feeling she has. She doesn't want to get left behind. She does not want to be that. And she does not want to believe that about herself anymore. She wants to live. And that's it. War is on. The Straw Hats are coming for Robin. And there's nothing that's going to stop them. These four episodes destroyed me. They are my favorite <laughs> episodes in the entire series. And this is the, the reason that I will, like... Through thick and thin, I will continue on watching One Piece because those four episodes hit me so hard in who I am that it's just like, I owe it to the rest of the, I owe it to the series to finish now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. That's, that's remarkable. I, I think there, there are fair, <laughs> I think there, there's a fair amount of moments that people can point to, to be like, that hit me to the core on an emotional level. And for the mm -hmm. most part, for the most part, I think a lot of people point to this moment and this story and, and, or a combination of them, or, you know, just taking a look at Buggy or Polly. But other than no. that, <laughs> no, it, <laughs> I like there, there's so, there's so much history. Like there, it's, there's a lot. And, and this backstory is both emotionally, it, it, it points out so much that Oda is good at of pulling these historical references and applying them um, or, or like making these references to the quote unquote, to our world, as opposed to the one piece world, whatever it might be. Um, and with, with Robin, we get this, we, we finally learn about her in every way possible and not necessarily everything that makes her tick but oh my god do we have such a window into the soul of this human that already was like protect and now it's like all capital letters protect this is the you understand the mindset finally like you, yes you were just like oh you know she's oh she's doing this for some reason she's doing this it's like ooh, robin you're doing something then this is like then retroactively you take a look at these four episodes and you look at everything that robin had done that we have seen at this point it's just like it puts it all in a huge different perspective. And it's just like, oh no, this hurts. Ugh. Like again, the girl who was called a demon, I like paused at the title. I'm just like, I'm going to take a break and walk away for a minute. I'm going to need a moment. I'm going to need a moment. And it took me, it took me a full day to watch those four episodes because there were points where I was crying so much. I couldn't, see <laughs> this this is why i think skypea is something to watch and not skip this is why it's important um to watch this because there's just we only get so much time with robin with the crew and a lot of what we know about robin is skypea because starting after foxy's games you know this narrative that maybe she's been struggling with herself kind of gets forced on her by Aokuji. Like, he is the one who comes from her past. He is the guy who let her walk away. And he's the guy who comes back and says, like, was it worth keeping you alive? Like, did I make a mistake? Like, did you make a mistake? Should you be dead? Do you think you should be dead right now? Like, you really need to think about this. Should you be dead? Because I'll kill you. I'll kill you right now. And I'll kill all your little friends. Like, that's when this narrative starts. And then from that point, these heckin' CP9 jokesters 
that's every time that they're they need to get Robin on their side or to remind her why she's there. They dangle that in front of her. They know that maybe this devil woman who has no weakness, uh, something that they know does affect her is this guilt. Um, well, every attempt to show her that they're still friends just reinforces that she needs to protect them at all costs. This is this is the legitimate, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that the actual term is like this is the survivor's guilt. This is that like I made it through something that was so horrible that I don't want to ever talk about it. Mm-hmm. But when confronted with it and the possibility of anybody else, you know, like like bringing any of that up, it's like. I can't talk about it because it's it's too it's too much for me to to handle on my own. And then the straw hats are just like, we can carry that weight with you. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, <laughs> oh no, oh Damn. no. Uh it's it's a lot. It is a lot. And it's the reverse Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> it's reverse Harry. I can't. All right, there we go. And then, and then oh we get we get uh, five episodes of filler that doesn't can't that doesn't matter and has nothing to do with anything. And we're not going to talk about Similarly it. Similarly to your like, oh, I need to I need to take a break during. They were like, okay, yo, us that, too. <laughs> that was a lot of heavy stuff. Let's take a break before we get back into it. Because you know, it, hard cutting back to Frankie like his ass inflated him then going like what's the problem you know sort of yo what up what's going on soda yeah, what's going on <laughs> talking about thick boys what's stop up? talking about my thick seat um, you talking about oh. cola over here <laughs> but are like, you finally you looking at my mcnuggies what a, wow nope um well he is american <laughs> so yeah um one of the things that I like about this is when, you know, we, we get the story and, and we hear sort of like Spandam's dickish response. Um, but it's one of those things that hearing hearing the situation inspired Frankie to then be like, yo, you <laughs> you know that new sound you were looking for? Um, and he pulls out the, the uh, don't, don't. God damn it, Molly just put something in chat. <laughs> it's just, oh man. Um, Freggy re- reveals the the Pluton blueprints that he got from Tom and just burns them because it's like either the Straw Hats win and we're good, or the or the the Marines win and we're in the most trouble ever. But it sort sort yeah. of so, sort of shows his like un, like oh you say that they're cool. All right, I I believe that I believe in them as well. Also, Frankie is so susceptible to <laughs> like <laughs> shows of uh, great passion and emotion. emotional outbursts. He, uh, he, I mean, it's like, but he's a dude. Other people, he's a dude who's in touch with his emotions, which I love. That's totally fine. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that it's like when bros are in front of you, they're like, "You're always gonna be our bro, bro," and he's like the one who's like not part of the situation, but it's like, bro. Bro, that was so sweet, bro. <laughs> you really care about each other, bro. Bro, like that. Bro, and the, I put bro. chips on their sandwich, bro. It's like Frankie will join. Frankie can uh, relate to anyone who makes a good cause, right? Like has like a good like, okay, but she's our friend and we're going to die getting her back. And he's like, sign me up. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you, bro. I'm right there with you. And I love that. I love that about him. And and it's here where we get sort of the stakes, like the stakes get even higher. It's um, first, like as if Spandam couldn't get any worse. He ex- he 
has a pet elephant, but it's not really an elephant. It's a sword that they fed the Zozo no Mi to. So it is an elephant sword named Funk Freed. And I love Funk Freed, both name, uh, execution, everything. I absolutely love Funk Freed, and I love the end of the show, or the end of like this arc where like I want Funk Freed to be free. Oh my god, I want him to be so free. Uh, but we also get the establishment that... The keys to Robin's Seastone handcuffs have been given to various members of CP9. They may be the right ones, they may be the wrong ones, but this sort of sets up our stakes of, all right, it's fight time, let's go. Um, yeah. Yeah. I had a thought, and then it just... You were, you were just looking at uh, Grimace's thick cheeks, and yeah, you're like, I, got... oh, I lost it, I lost it. You, 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 I was you like, played I was... yourself, Molly. What's wrong, Ronald Coon? So, so the next big, the next big thing is okay. So they need to save Robin. Easy, it's, it's super simple. All they need to do is you know get the uh, the sea stone handcuffs off of Robin and then get out. Real simple. Easy. Um, that's our bread and butter. We split the team up to go right. fight whoever we gotta fight. Luckily, we always have the amount of people in the crew for the amount of villains we have to fight. Hey, shut up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Molly. Hey, Molly. What's up? You, you right, though. Um, oh, yes. So they basically say, it's like, hey, there's five keys. One of them unlocks those uh, those handcuffs. Um, and so they split up and they try and figure it out, uh, figure out who's... Uh, who. <laughs> who's got the key the important key. The key meanwhile <laughs> meanwhile uh spandam makes off with robin and is just like haha i'm going to uh, i'm i'm going to th- now the timer is on spandam is trying to take robin to beyond the door of judgment beyond the gate of judgment can we talk about the gate of judgment for just a split second just like like the first shot of it you're looking at the horizon and it just looks like sky, but then it pans up and the gate of judgment is fucking huge. It's like, ridiculous. Unnecessary. It's unnecessary to a degree that I'm just going to assume that this could be like, this is pre-established like 800 years ago, some like grandeur of castle gate or some crap like that, because it's so ridiculously huge. And I know the government uses their spending on things they shouldn't, but that's a lot. That's no, a lot of. It's, also, it all goes to the right places, doesn't it, Molly? <laughs> but that's that's that what the flag door. represents. Is oh. that like excess and corruption and just excessive? Yeah, you know everything. You know, protecting the the one percent and the, mm-hmm. with a big freaking door. Somebody think of the one percent, please. <laughs> will somebody? Will somebody please think of the billionaires, please? Please. They're suffering. They can only make it to suborbit. That's mm-hmm. terrible. What's, the, what's behind the big door again? Anybody remember? Uh, it's a doom. giant whirlpool. Behind the gate or in front of the gate? Behind the gate is a giant whirlpool that takes you to other places. Teleport. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Okay. I know because, where we are because, because we're, you know, it's like because this isn't prison. This is where judgment happens. This is any this is lobby. The highway. This is this the is, highway to this is prison. Where, and yeah. There's one road, baby. They don't. They don't. When you when when you go to court, they don't keep you there. They send you to prison if you're convicted. So this is courtroom. Any's lobby is the courtroom where you are judged. Which if you're here, 
you're guilty. <laughs> no. And in Fred's lobby, when you're here, you're guilty. When you're here, you're guilty. That's a shirt. So, That's a shirt. Uh, <laughs> it is. It really I'm is. I'm writing it down. Oh, please do. Um, Anus lobby. Which, which when you no, when you open the gate of judgment, there's this giant whirlpool, and there's a couple other doors that take you to different places. If he can get through there, it's like blah blah blah. Marines can get through there; other people can't. So even if you get past the door, or you're not a marine, then you can't get to the other place. But the idea is that once you get past that, nobody's ever heard from again because the other two doors that open up to other places, they're way worse places to be. You definitely don't want to be there. This place is the nice place in comparison to the other two places. It's allegedly, allegedly. 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 We haven't allegedly. seen those other places yet. Allegedly, hypothetically, uh, supposedly. So Apparently. the race is on. I don't remember the the exact uh, fight order or who's got what, but let me just say I, that- I, I uh, got a rundown. I got a bit of a okay, rundown Okay, cool. Here. But and let's just say that there's more sea stone handcuffs and there's a lot of other keys and it gets to become uh, kind of this- uh, uh, like Stupid. Scooby Doo, uh, Scooby and the gang opening the doors, getting chased by, and then chasing the the monster through things. It's like, wait, who's got who's got what? Where went? Where? Wait, 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 wait. Where are we? And then everybody comes together in the end. That's kind of yeah. like it's very goofy. We meet more members of CP9, and we, do. we realize why we couldn't have seen them in Water Seven because they're absolutely ridiculous. Super mm -hmm. easy. Super, super easy to spot. It's just like, oh, that's a villain. We've got Fukuro, who is this big inflatable man with a zipper mouth. I love Fukuro. Fukuro's so funny. <laughs> and in, in that same vein, I really like Kumadori. Because that, scans, that scans for you. Dude, like, it's silly. It's also like, uh, he's a kabuki uh, fighter, but he has all of the, like, pretense and um, what's the word I'm thinking of? All of the the cliches, energy, of, and and energy of a uh, of a kabuki actor. Which, uh, in case I don't I don't know how many people know this here. Um, did y'all know that there is a there are two kabuki One Piece performances? Yes. Cool. Wait, in real yeah. life? In real life. I knew there was one. I R L. Yes, and it is it is an arc that we have that uh, we have yet to experience as a show, but one that we have all experienced as a family uh, in our hearts. In our hearts, yes, as some uh, breadsticks with with breadsticks. Um, but in terms of the fight breakdown, oh god, oh god, please, like I'm just wait, 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 but wait before no, before we we missed, we missed one really super important thing. Uh, some of the CP9 Holy. that we that we know some of the CP9 were <laughs> were brought to Spandam's office earlier in this arc and they were offered devil fruit. Oh, that's uh -huh. right. So so there are now now they the, these people who have this special ability because everybody in CP9 has this ability to do, you know, what are they? This hard body shave. Um, um, I, yeah. and a couple, uh, they got their crazy government. Yeah, they Hardcore. have. Yeah, they have all the these. Rokushiki. Thank you. Right. Uh, but now, but now, I believe it's uh, Kaku, Jabra, and uh, Khalifa who mm -hmm. all got uh, a devil fruit. They all picked mm -hmm. randomly, and it just so happened that they were all thematically appropriate because Ew. that's how you write stories. That's just <laughs> destiny. That's not coincidence. That's destiny. <laughs> 
play Destiny uh, some more. Uh, so, so Jebra gets the Inu Inu no Mi model wolf. Yes, and oh. then uh, oh, uh, Kaku gets the uh, uh, brain brain Ushi giraffe. Ushi no Mi model giraffe. Yes. Not Usopp becomes a giraffe, which is my favorite thing in the world. And Khalifa, Khalifa, who, uh, Lady Hot, uh, gets the... <laughs> awa Awa no me. Which is, uh... Awa Awa? Uh, yeah, no, not Ara Ara, but Awa Awa, very important. Awa Awa? It's, it's like Uwu Ara Ara. Yeah, it's, 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 Uwu, it's, it's Uwu and Ara Ara had a child, and it was the Awa Awa fruit, which is the bubble bubble fruit, so, um... Stop. Yeah, you know what? No, you know what? Please, everybody do an Ara Ara for me right now. Please, I need one. I need one from everybody. Ara Ara. Good, thank you, Molly. <laughs> Big dog. Uh, ara, ara. That's not bad. I like that. Ara, ara. All right. Now that we're done, then please never ask us to do that ever again. <laughs> on Send money paid. to our unless, Patreon. Unless, uh, yeah, uh, support us on 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 Yayo Patreon dot Cameo dot Only fans. Um, <laughs> that's where you can you can get Go us to, to do that again. Go to onlyfans.com/slash/buggythe-clown. All right, look at that. No, no, no. Moving on, please. Hold on, I gotta go get that. Hold on. Stop. <laughs> it's already taken. We've established this. I'm dying. Uh, what were we talking about? We finished. Oh, we finished talking about the serious stuff, and and well, arguably. Um, now it's the bread and butter, right? It's until it's fight un- time. Until I until I come back at the end with even more cool Lord. stuff. Oh, it's, oh it get, I forgot about the sad at the end. But uh, even then, that get that tension gets broken right away too. But with all of our fights, oh, it gets we, broken all right. We uh, <laughs> get wrecked. Um, we we have uh, Nami and Kumadori, but. Chopper takes over and reveals monster form for the first time. Oh, and that's sort of form. the main takeaway from that. He one-shots Kumadori, throws him stories below, hits the ground, and everybody goes, what the hell is that? Um, he's a, a big boy. He's a big boy. Big. Uncontrollable boy. And I like Frankie's like, that hat looks familiar. Is that that gorilla monkey? Uh, <laughs> the gorilla dog or whatever he calls it? Very, very inaccurate. But uh, we get we get uh, Kaku and Zoro, where Kaku is really trying to make the best of a bad situation. Is like, no, I meant I'm happy that I have this giraffe fruit, and he's <laughs> it. He's having such a hard time. Um, Usopp thinks he gets lucky uh, because he sees Jabra sleeping across the room, and as he creeps up, wakes him up. They start fighting, but. As Zoro and Kaku's destruction breaks through uh, the the building, it turns into a tag team of Zoro and Usopp against Kaku and Jabra. As they're trying to deal with, they're trying to handcuff one of them with the seesaw handcuffs to to invalidate their devil fruit abilities. They end up getting <laughs> they end up getting handcuffed instead, and it's this funny That's handicap. So stupid. So good. So good. <laughs> a lot um, of goofs. A lot of goofs. After all the hard stuff has already happened, now we back to our Zoro using Soga King as a sword was the funniest thing. It's like, look, I'm gonna cut off your hand because I need mine. 
just that's used me as a sword. Work. What what do they call that? What do they call that? The form. Um, yeah, Shoot. it was. God, what was it? Uh, See, I'm like, my brain is on Nami's fight, so <laughs> I like, well, yeah, forgot about this. Like, Sanji, uh, uh, Sanji, uh, finds Khalifa in a, in a bath, for God's sake, and he's just like, Ooh. well, I'm screwed. And, McNuggies. Um, but <laughs> what ends up happening is Sanji can't fight. Sanji feels like he cannot fight Khalifa because he cannot fight a woman. Sanji's legs. And as a result, Sanji <laughs> gets his ass handed to him, thrown out the window as this weird like soap doll thing, and Nami takes over and good, good, handily, good, 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 handily beats Khalifa uh, and gets the gets the first key, which ends up being the key to Zoro and uh, Soga King's cuffs. They they get taken care of, but Usopp runs that gets the hell out of there, and uh, it ends up being Sanji and Jabra. Sanji reveals his or like displays his Diablo Jamba technique for the first time. Zoro displays uh, Ashura, and they both handily beat Kaku and Jabra. And from there, oh, we totally skipped over Fukuro, but this amazing comedy beat of Frankie being out of juice and Chopper just running to the fridge like, here you go, and we see tea, lemonade, like oh, all the yeah. different things that try to power Frankie and he's just like, fresh! What the hell? I never want to say that in my life. Ever again. <laughs> so, such good, like if we weren't endeared to Frankie before, this was a thing, this was a thing that if it, they really pull out all the stops to make sure that by the end of this arc, you really like Frankie so yeah. that, uh, so that when uh, certain offers come, he, they can be accepted after Polly, but through, <laughs> through, I'll never let it die. Especially this is the last, this is the last time I could do it. Um, but through all of unless. that, um, unless, um does anybody have any highlights from these various cp9 fights that they want to talk about i want to talk about how much kaku and jabra just bicker the entire time I love jabra so much for somebody that we didn't meet in town like oh he's the the relationship between the relationship okay so so jabra is super superstitious And ah, there it is. I've totally spaced it. The little bit of a hint that gave me everything I needed to know about everything was said by Jabra. This is like, we can't, it's like when they eat the devil fruit, he wants to stay away from everybody else. Cause it's like, I don't want the demon that was in the devil fruit that was in my devil fruit to get angry. Cause I'm standing next to somebody else that has a devil fruit. Because if you have two, then it will kill you. And so it's like, if my devil wants to kill your devil, that is... And so it's like, wait a minute. They didn't just bring that up arbitrarily. So think about that for a minute, everybody. Think about it. Just like, leave that as a pin, because we'll get back to it in four episodes, five episodes? We'll be... Okay, just leave it for a minute. I I just like Jabra, because somebody who just worked on a really cartoony show, uh, dude is like very... Like, he's just... He's very cartoony wolf. Like, he's not like a wolf, like... You would expect from he and most furry yeah. shows, most uh, content, <laughs> most Disney content. He's like, he's like a Chuck Jones werewolf. Yeah, he's got <laughs> really the big is. snoot. 
got the big snoot. He's very funny. Like all of his bits, like the bit with like uh, Soge King, like right away where he's like, oh, he's sleeping. I can just go get it. And he's totally awake, but he's just like, yes, like, yes, good. Come, he's very, he's very like, you know, early Hanna-Barbera-esque kind yes. of wolf, just like exaggerated proportions, but still like human-esque enough in that feature to be just like, it is a wolf that looks kind of like a man. And that's pretty much it. And that versus, versus Kaku, who is just, he's a, he's a giraffe man. Imagine a, if you have not, if you, you're listening to this and you haven't seen the giraffe man in one piece, just imagine it, it, whatever you're imagining it. That's probably exactly what she wanted. Except square. Except for he's got a square nose. But like their, their, their personality difference, I love because Kaku is so straight laced. So he's the straight man. And Jabra is just like, He's so awoo energy even before the awoo happens. And it's yeah. still love them. I would take so much banter between those two. It's just like, like spinoff because ep- their dynamic is just like, I want to listen to them argue. I do. I want to listen to them argue, which is, you know, I'm sure there's a bunch of fix of them on AO3, but like all you need them is to fight a little bit or give each other a little bit of sass. And it's just like, ah, the ship is born. But that's all I want to say is I love the dynamic between Kaku and Jabra. It's very funny. And I like the the little sort of uh, character bits that he does of like, I would never do that. They're my brother or they're my sister. And and it's just like extra drama just for him to get a giggle out of it. Um, I thought Jabra was a very fun character. Like, I think, you know, apart from like, like Khalifa, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say is like absolutely terrible. Bluno is pretty forgettable, but when we get to when we get to Eni's lobby, like we've got Luchi and Kaku on one end of trying to be these like grim dark things, but one of them's a goddamn giraffe. Um, <laughs> and you just you just can't help but laugh. Like I think that's another thing. It's Jabra sees Kaku and it's just like Yeah, and entirely. We, and we totally like relate to that the guy who's like he's like penetrate nothing how do i Uh... for a guy who's killing people by poke god yeah by like jabbing their finger through their organs like he was like that it's like oh my god like that guy literally could kill you with one finger and he did like and then it's like now this guy is like a square giraffe (laughs) it's like the comedy writes. I love, I love, I love, I listen, I, I hate CP9. I hate all of them. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I love Khalifa's mannerisms and how she handles herself. It's really funny. Fukuro is amazingly enjoyable to just like, both in vocal performance and in just like goofy mannerisms. I just like what Fukuro's energy is. Just a very unique character. Kaku is such a like, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be uh, a, a good Marine that does good Marine things. Please take me seriously. Take what's me seriously, the, damn it. What's with the square nose, my guy? Can we, can we please not talk about my nose? <laughs> I'm going to turn it, it. I'm going to turn into a samurai giraffe for a minute and then really beat you off. Whoa, 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 whoa. Your, your, your giraffe nose is also square and even bigger now. So let us also make fun of that. He's like, yeah. please, someone take me seriously. And no one does. And I love it. Yeah. I I I almost wish they had like between him and Soga King like that they could have had more 
yeah. uh, conversation because if there's anybody who's ever, I mean, they did so many bits before where it's like, it's Usopp on the ship. It's fine. Like that kind of bit. It's like, if there's ever, if there's ever anybody aside from Usopp who could relate to this guy, it's Soga King. Three guys. Yeah. This is one of those sets of fights also where this is where the level up happens. Like when we were on Skypea, it was a lot of like, okay, we're kind of getting by. We've hit this new ceiling. And then by breaking through that ceiling, they have that thought of, oh, we need to, we need to get better. And we see that in Nami. We see that in. Oh, yes, we're talking about Nami. Yeah, oh, please. Yeah, let's talk, let's talk. Like I, this is one of my favorite Nami fights, uh, and I've talked about this before, and I'll talk about it again. But I think out of everybody, aside from maybe like Chopper um, and Usopp, I, you know, the people who gain the most to have the most progress, who you know, maybe were on an island until Luffy showed up and was just like, "Come with me," and it's like, "Okay, cool, you're gonna carry me, right? Like you're gonna protect me." And it's like, no, no, we're not. Uh, Nami's fight with Khalifa is just like we're seeing we're seeing some progress. We're seeing some new stuff. And I love this fight. And it's just like I think about this fight so often because it's not in terms of progress, I feel like some things with Nami just they just don't they don't continue from this point, I feel like, for some stuff. But we see this new thing, it's the climb attack, and it's like we get um this is the upgrade. This is the fi- finally we get to see like the the actual like Perfect upgrade. upgrade for the- is that what they call it? The per- like, but like this is a moment back on the train where it's like, yeah, I've got this new climb attack. Usopp made it, and everybody gets real sad. And Zoro's like, snap out of it. He's gone. Yeah. Um, but this is the this is the new and improved climb attack uh, from. All of the stuff he got from Skypea. These are all of the um, dang. What are the sh- is this shot called? Um, Impact dials. The dials. This is this is now all the dials that he's added to the staff to like help her use weather, which is like hell yeah, like that's awesome. Um, I'm I'm trying to think of like what they can all do, uh, like rain tempo and thunder lance tempo. Mirage tempo. Mirage tempo is fun. New... I love that was so fun. That was just that was great. It showed just how um, dumb Khalifa was too. Well, yeah, well it's also just like again, very threatening person. Like she's got her own bit, but like has killed people before. Like she's not somebody yep. to be taken lightly. And like trying to lean into her new ability, but still same thing with Kaku. It's like they just ate it like an hour ago they have like no idea what they're right. doing and so for somebody who's like totally just overpowered sanji who like aside from like but women uh pretty strong guy you know she's coming off a victory there um think she's think she's a uh, hot shit. and then uh, nami you know, finds so. out she's got she's got heat ball cool ball thunderball mm-hmm. thunderbolt tempo mm-hmm. thunder charge mm-hmm cool charge yeah mirage tempo that's new s- swing arm uh that's um, new uh yeah, the swing arm is where like part of it loosens up and becomes like a flail yeah yes. <clears throat> uh cyclone tempo it's uh old. she literally uh, uses thunder on cloudy Khalifa. and rain tempo yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all this new stuff. And it's just like, it's a fight where it's also partly like showing off to the audience and like explaining to the audience how she's doing it. And I just enjoy it so much. Like the, the Mirage tempo, I think, is so unique. Um, and I just really enjoy it. And in terms of like all of the all of our crew, I feel like when Nami actually has to fight and she struggles, you're like in the thick of it with her. Like you yeah. like you're like, God, she just, you know, it's the same thing with Usopp. It's just like she's just she's not Luffy. Like she's not the guy who's just gonna like bloody himself up, break every bone in his body, take a nap, eat a bunch of meat, and walk, you know, walk it off. It's like, yeah. Nami has, like, is grounded in reality. They have to outthink. If she gets bit by a mosquito from the Jurassic era, she's gonna die, okay? She's yeah. grounded in reality. And I just love this fight because every step of it, she is struggling, but she's also making progress, and she's gaining confidence. And, like, even though it's a total fan service, like, ooh, I touch your boobies, and oh, no, your boobies uh-huh. are pressed against my back, and you're naked. Um, it's just, like... Did it's you just get, like, like, an early version of the script? Because that sounds... <laughs> like, actual, like, that sounds like the, 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 the notes. I mean, every SBS that fans call out Oda for being a pervert, basically. Oh, fair enough. And he's like, yeah. woo, me? And here's another one. Um, there's an SBS where uh, Oda drew Khalifa getting the, the giraffe yeah. fruit. <laughs> I would yes. highly recommend people looking for that image. That's amazing. I have not seen that before. There That's incredible. The chances. So weird. It's it really is interesting when you think about it. Like I know it's like it's just all predestined. Somebody wrote this manga, but it's like the fact that they're like the girl who's like, no, 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 this is gonna be my aesthetic, the banana. Or did Kaku have the banana? Kaku was the banana. Yeah, remember Kaku is like, this is gonna give me great serious power of banana. 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 But yeah, I just I just greatly love this fight. I'm like, I'm always rooting for Nami to like not even like DBZ level outrageous, like now she can fly, but now everybody can fly. <laughs> it's like in terms of like her lateral climb to power, this is very like on board with what we've seen Nami be. I mean, Nami just fought God. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nami can, Nami can fight this, this bubbled yeah. woman. Like this is all in the realm. This is the bubbled woman. The bubbled woman. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. I just, I just really like this fight. I like, I genuinely love Nami's staff. I like her ability to do weather stuff, and I feel like it's been a while. You know, I just like. It. She was doing some stuff with Anel, but she didn't really have the means to do. She's not to her full potential, right? Like she knows what she can do. She uses the weather to her advantage, but she doesn't have the power to control the weather. Now she's kind of has some ability to do that. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I love that for her. Hard same. Anybody else? Any other fights you guys want to talk about? Did we ever? Did anybody ever find what Zoro's attack with Usopp's arm was? There wasn't a name. I found the YouTube clip, and he's just like, "Don't, like, don't move from this pose." No. And Usopp's like, "I'll sue you. <laughs> like, somebody get me a lawyer." Okay. <laughs> I could have sworn there was a name to it. Like there he might have been. The- he named like something, some sort of sword, like something. long nose Usu. I think I think that might have been it, something, something like that. Yeah. But, um. From from here, as the members of CP9 start to get picked off one after the other, there is one engagement that we have yet 
to see, and we're building toward it. It's Luffy making his way up to fight Rob Lucci. And in a sort of desperate attempt of, oh, it's all goofed, we're all goofed, and I'm a fool, Spandam calls a buster call on accidentally Eni- accidentally on Eni's lobby, which means our ticking clock is ticking <laughs> even harder. Accidentally, that guy's been threatening that bus to call the entire time. He just he was he he literally was just like I'm gonna the moment the moment that he did too. He's just like I'm just gonna call and find out what everybody is doing. He hits the button and he's just like Where is everybody? And then (laughs) Robin's just like Idiot, what did you just do? And he's just like I'm trying to call. It's like the Den Den Mushi, and he looks out. He's like Uh oh, this isn't my (laughs) cell phone. I'm on this island. <laughs> God, what an idiot. Like, what Robin is literally like, if you push that button, everyone will die. Where's and I the mean, robot, everyone. Mansley? Not, not, yeah, and exactly. He, mix, he mixes up which phone. It's like, here's the burner phone, and then here's my actual phone, and he mixes them up. Drake, where's the door? But I mean, that's that's also one of his character quirks. It's like when we first meet him, he's walking through Water 7, and he just trips and face plants on the ground. And then mm-hmm. when we see him in present time, He's like playing with a sword and he chops a candle in half and it lights him on fire and we just hear him <laughs> screaming over the phone. It's like, this guy's yeah. not graceful. He's just no. a failure. No. In this, guy thinks, this guy thinks he's got big dick energy, but he don't. No. He got no, he, he really got the job because his dad gave him the job. His dad. Yeah. His dad works for the government. It's the nepotism. <laughs> it's the yeah, papatism. 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 Uh, so we, we've got this Buster call incoming. We've, we've broken down to Luffy versus Lucci and uh, I hate Rob Lucci. I Rob, hate Rob I hate him Rob too. Lucci, Rob Lucci is the worst, the guy. worst type of F boy energy in He's just the lord. worst edge, edge boy. <laughs> He's the edge lord. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Edge boy. Wonderful, wonderful performance, super great voice acting in both Japanese and English. Just a phenomenally evil character. I love to hate him. I hate him so much, though. I hate him so much. He's the character that's like, I enjoy hating you, which means that everything about this is perfected. Good writing, good characterization, fantastic, all blah, 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 and everything like that. He also has a devil fruit. Yeah, he got cheetah? Leopard? He got the... He got the neko neko no me. Oh, I also yeah, I, uh, the marine version of something we will find out later in One Piece. It's oh. called Roku Shiki. Is yeah, their Shiki. shave? Yeah, Geppo. Mm-hmm. That's how they do. That's their that's their marine parkour. But if you unlock all six of those techniques, Chakra. you unlock a secret seventh technique that utilizes all very Dragon Ball Z. Like we're not yeah. at damn power level yet, but it's. It's something to that effect, but we get Luffy going crazy with uh, 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 Gear Second, uh, Luchi using a uh, litany of the different forms of the leopard. Uh, Luffy breaks out. He teased it in his flight. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, against, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Bluno. But I did want to. I did want to mention that with Bluno. Bluno, we completely wrote him off. But the what, the best part of that fight is when Luffy's like, "Dang, Second Gear's not going to cut it." Guess, guess we're going to you know the next thing, and he puts his his thumb in his mouth, ready to like suck to his thumb, chop down the next the next uh, form, not his final form, the next form, and then Bluno just collapsing on the ground. But the fact that was such a good setup to then I want to live like we're it's such a hype moment where you're like 
Yep. Oh my God, there's another four. You're telling me there's another gear? And it's Luffy like, figured out cool. two things? Mm-hmm. We're going to yeah. do this right now. And it's like, did right now. So it, it's like this little, like, little appetizer before <laughs> the main course. And um, I, don't I love get the moment. Te- we get a tease of it too before and we get a little tiny luffy and we don't really see what little. happens little. it was just like we're just like what what made luffy really tiny so i want to i wanted to recontextualize imagine if we got the usa that whole scene but it was tiny luffy the whole time <laughs> he's so strong robin say you want to live i want to live robin say you want to live hello um, uh, Al, you Sorry. often mark this, uh, the Luffy and Lucci fight, as your favorite. Can yes. you tell us a little bit as to why and what some of your favorite moments are? So, I guess, foundationally, this is the, this is Luffy full-on captaining. Like, he, up to this point, every fight he's been a part of, it's like, I gotta defeat the boss. Uh, at this point, the boss sucks. He has to defeat the threat to his crew. And who is that? That's Rob Lucci. Like, he he can see immediately the thing that he has to do as the trump card of the crew is like, I have to stop this guy from hurting anybody else. So I'm going to hold him here and fight him for the entire, like, section of this arc. And it's amazing. Like, he, I don't know, the, the, the stakes here are so high and he's getting hurt so bad fighting this guy who's almost invincible, who can fire air bullets with his fingers, and just, like, it's it's a rough fight to watch, but it's also a satisfying fight to watch. Um, mm-hmm. We basically get the impression that Lucci can outmatch Luffy at every opportunity. Every time Luffy counters whatever Lucci can throw at him, Lucci has another, like, trick up his sleeve that he immediately throws at him. And it's it just the fight builds to this point where the tease we got before of Luffy biting his thumb. Do you bite your thumb at me, sir? Uh, he, <laughs> he in fact goes into gear third, which is huge punch, large punch, large, big, hand. big, big, big large hand, large hands. And like, you're going to catch these large hands, large hands, baby. Like, he keeps getting up, he keeps deciding that this is the fight that is worth having, and punches the bejesus out of Rob Lucci and the building they're standing in. And it's an iconic shot of just the building shattering, and a tiny little dot of Rob Lucci flying from this huge, like, overly hyper-detailed fist that has knocked him through the wall. And it's like, that... Love that for him. That fight's over. (laughs) He did it. Um, but like that view is seen by all these Marines approaching in this buster call. And it's like the, the entire set piece of we're in this in, enormous, what do you, courthouse? Courthouse in front of the giant there gate. Like <laughs> the, the world government is a huge entity. Yeah. Well, big hand. Like, yeah, my <laughs> hands are big too. It's it's good. I like it. <laughs> um, yeah. and, and also it affects the scale too of here we're we're having this quote unquote intimate fight. Once the wall gets broken through, everything sort of scales up a little bit more of 
Luffy's hand, you know, goes bigger and all of so much more of the Marines are looking at this. And now this is more than as a result of this punch. There are so many, there's going to be so much more attention on Luffy and the Straw Hats as a result. And it's like an instantaneous preview of the next years of this show of this is that one moment that changes everything almost more, maybe not more so than burning the flag. Because a lot of people saw the burning of the flag and then they saw Luffy completely taking out one of the heads of a major military organization. This is what the world is Luffy for, like going into, you know, going into this next phase of the ocean, the, the, you know, grand line, red line, all this stuff. This is what maybe local people knew who Luffy was. Luffy's beating up local bad guys. Luffy's causing trouble in a very specific sea. Grand line's the grand line's paradise. There's always going to be some crazy stuff happening, but this is why everybody knows Luffy's name after this is everything that's been happening here. His the the world stage. This is what the people line know. Must be drawn here. Yes, this is this is it. This is what everybody's like. Straw Hat Luffy, the guy who like messed up the courthouse, like that guy, the, the world government guy. That's this is where this is where people are like, this guy's crazy. Like this, I gotta <laughs> meet this guy. This guy's crazy. This dude's bananas. This guy's crazy. This guy thinks he's hot shit. This guy, I, like, I gotta meet this guy. He's crazy. <laughs> And this is where everything starts to break apart, literally and figuratively, where the Buster Call's coming, our crew needs to escape, uh, Robin in, and or Luffy and Robin uh, escape, uh, the, rest, the rest of the crew gets rescued by Kokoro, who gives us a full reveal of her mermaid form much to the dismay of Sanji and eh, everybody else for that matter but Sanji canceled Sanji's canceled Sanji's canceled like and will continue to be canceled this is one of those great moments where uh we have the Lucille Bluth like good for her sort of a thing <laughs> with Gokuro um but as as they are escaping through like the sewers and the waterways there's still nowhere to go until the return of the going Mary, which we thought Mary's here, which we thought was they yeeted her off a cliff, essentially. But like Zetus Lapidus, everybody, Zetus Zetus Lapidus. Oh my god. So good. Um, but the presumably, if you wanted to explain it, you know, Mary got whisked away by the Aqualaguna and ended up magically, as if by magic, or, or some sort of source. Magically, as if by as if by magic. <laughs> that's that's the magically magic. Oh, Mary! Magically Mary went after magic. her friends. Mary went to go help the. The ship the, found its merry way to. Mary the, to Mary, her crew. Said, Mary said, "Look down here! Jump in the ocean! Look they down!" Just, they just hear a voice say, "Jump!" <laughs> and they get caught by Mary, and they take one last, <laughs> one last Tokyo drift into back to Water Seven. Um, it's about family. 
because <laughs> they're all family. Um, Molly, does the manga lay this out in a like? How how do you remember this as as somebody who primarily read? So the like lead up to the scene too is very much like how are we gonna get out of this? You know, it's like spam spamda is like dragging robin by her hair he's determined to get to the gate frankie is chasing her the rest of the straw hats are on the other side of the bridge uh nami and sanji are trying not to drown you know down below um that like one of their only routes to get to robin is now blocked so it's very much like we see her how we our 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 hands are extended like we just need to get to her like she's so close and usopp is like snipering from the tower Sorry, Soja King is sniping from the tower. Um, Robin stands up for herself, finally. Cuffs her off. All this stuff is going on. They're like, the crew is together. The crew is together. Where is Luffy? There is Luffy. What do we do now? We're going to have to steal a ship. We can't steal a ship. They're bombing their own ships. What do we do? Um, and it's just this moment of like, Usopp is yelling to we now now it's Usopp Usopp is yelling to Luffy telling him to get up well, you, even that moment Luffy is just kind of like Soja King <laughs> not even he's just like when did Usopp get here yeah how did Us- Usopp you were here this whole time Usopp you followed <laughs> crazy yeah, but it, it's this moment of like we're all here we've regrouped we're still a little bit spread out but we're together and it's like no we're not we're not all here you know why? Because we're missing an essential crewmate. We're missing Mary. We're oh, we're going to take so- Soji King because he disappeared. Well, <laughs> you know, he he's in our hearts. He's in our hearts. And Polly. Um, and that's and- the kind of that's the kind of lead up. The lead up is that <laughs> we did it. The fighting is over. I'm ignoring that. The fighting is over. <laughs> and it's like now we just gotta do one of our amazing straw hat escapes. How do we do this? How do we go about this? You know, we usually have the Mary. What do we do? And it's the Mary is like, I got you, bro. I got you one last time. It's about ride. It's about family, Dom. It's about family. (laughs) And that's basically what the manga is. It's like a two page spread where everyone is like, just jump in the ocean. Jump in the ocean? Like, we're gonna die. Like, why would we jump in the ocean? Let's steal a ship. No. Also, half of us can't swim. <laughs> also, who said that? It's just, it becomes, it's this leap of faith, right? This whole, this this whole crazy ragtag team of people who have seen Miracle After Miracle. And it's like, it's, it was the jumping in the ocean, <laughs> jumping in the ocean means certain death. And it's like, literally their only way to survive. And it's just, it's just this beautiful, like two page thread of like, everybody jump, we're jumping, jump in the ocean. And it's just this, this panel where we see Mary very far down and you see the, like the little stick figures of the straw hats jumping in and they're like, Mary. And it's like, oh God, oh, Mary. Even Frankie's just like. There is no reasonable explanation for this. I build ships all the time. This doesn't make any sense. Like, Frankie's logically. like, let's it's, it's literally, it's literally, the, it's it, there's there's a there's a brief moment where Frankie turns into Crunk and just like pulls down a thing. It's like, by all logical reason, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> it just like goes back to it, and it's just, but it's just like, but I'm here for it. It's not like I'm I'm not complaining. <laughs> One, we get to live. This is like one of the few instances that Frankie is like, these people are. F- 
fucking crazy. I'm in. Like I'm <laughs> I'm into this energy. Yeah, it was it was the complete opposite of every every other time that somebody meets the straw hats and it's just like, who are these freaks? And it's just like, I guess I should probably take them down. And then Frankie's just like, who are these freaks? I'm in. I love them. Yeah, exactly. Because Frankie is a freak. He's like, thank you. <laughs> Frankie's the one freak in one piece where you're like, who's this freak? And he's like, thank you. Oh my God. Oh my you, gosh, you noticed? Oh my, oh my God. God. Wow. Was it was it my Speedo? Was it my was it my giant Popeye arms? Oh my god! If you was think it, was this, it my hair? He like gestures to himself. If you think this is freaky, check this shit out. And it's like pulls off he, like sleeve of glove, skin <laughs> glove, turns into a centaur. You know, opens up his chest cavity. Nipple like, some soda. Yeah. <laughs> I guess to explain. Um, <laughs> no, no explanation. Frankie is my favorite character because he represents like the artist's journey. He tries a bunch of weird stuff and not all of it works. And he's always trying to self-improve. And sometimes you'll run into like, oh, he's a centaur. Oh, it's backwards. Like, <laughs> it's it's just, his own twist. I can, I can relate to that very much. It's like, I drew this thing. Oh, it's bad. I never thought of it like that yeah, way. But neither. that makes I a lot that. of sense. I love That's that good stuff. Look at you. Hey, look at you. Jeez. <laughs> look at you. Look at us. Here we uh, are. Okay, now my butt's big. No, that's bad. Okay, I'll I'll try again later. One sec. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but the full crew is together and they, they smeared the government. They gave the, the government a big middle finger. We got Robin back. The crew, the full crew is together again. Mary is alive. We're just we're we're coming off a high now. We're having a good time. Can I take one moment and just pull it apart real quick? No. Depends. No. 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 I can't. No, no you, you can. I, guess. No, I mean, just don't make it too painful. So, no, no, no. So, 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 at the, like, through this whole thing, Spendham had been, like, literally beating Robin to hell. And just, like, there was a scene where Robin was, like, literally trying to hold on and wait and delay things just a little bit longer. So she, like, bit into the ground mm -hmm. to like stop him from moving Oof. and there was all this stuff once she finally got freed you know it was like a, 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 like the the immediacy was let's escape so as they're finally getting away on mary as they're finally getting away on mary and they're they're having this moment of like we're getting away and they're still being chased and everything we're like that it. we're doing it peter we're, we're getting away you know it's like she turns and looks back and they're spending on his ship just like desperately trying to get closer and closer and she's like she kind of has this moment of just like no no more no more of this no more chasing oh, no more no more of you and then she you know uses her 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 devil fruit powers to spawn arms all over him that constrict him clutch and then snaps his spine with clutch and i'm just like that's it let's i'm gonna all right more like spined him all right <laughs> be ready for the long Whoa. sensor because here it comes you ready uh -oh. Uh -oh. the moment i saw that i was just like let's go let's do this holy shit let's go that's exactly what i wanted it's exactly what i wanted the catharsis of it all was just like please please don't leave 
Robin hanging with this. Give her some closure. Let her have a moment to like take her life back. And she snaps his spine and she has this face of unforgiveness. And I'm just like, thank you. That's all I wanted. <laughs> it was so, oh, the catharsis. I was so, I was screaming in the chat. Very satisfying <laughs> arc. It yeah. was so good. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's it. That's all. No, I'm good. I mean, what that's, I think about? we all have the same, I think we all feel the same way. Again, somebody who is so unredeemable, somebody who is like villain to the T, there's nothing good about this character. And then you finally see this guy after he's been like punching, kicking, pulling her hair, slapping her, kicking, you know making other people punch her like just just the guy who's beating the crap out of robin who's like set himself on fire and he's gotten beat up a little bit but like no like this is this is the moment where you're like break him like a glow stick robin break him and in the hall in in view of the gate of justice Mm -hmm. he received some yeah he got he got it he got this he got justice you got justice, you got, but now we're in happens. the now we're in the other sad part. Talk shit, get hit, man. <laughs> we're going off a really he good high, around. and he found out. Yeah, he really did. <laughs> yeah, he did. he definitely did. We, we uh. he got cracked like a glow stick. And the Mary's back. <laughs> Jeez, no, that's it. That's yeah, it. That's the that. way. That's. I said it that's earlier wrong. and nobody reacted, but Break I'm going to stand by what I said. No, that's it. I mean, yeah, he, he got cracked, dog. Um, and the Mary's back. And you're having... We did longer. it. Not only did we did it, not only did we did it, Mary's back. And, like, we're, we're doing it. We're getting away. It's happening, Peter. We're doing it. Everyone's okay. We're all we're all okay. Except we're not all okay. No. It's, I mean, as much as we hate... CP9, they were right about Mary. And as Frankie has just probably stated in the manga or the anime, it defies all logic that Mary is there. Yeah, don't make this by all logical. This doesn't make any sense. They said said Mary would never float again. But Mary Mary did. Mary did. One last ride, everybody. It's about family, Tom. about it's about it's about part of the ship part of the crew can you still be a ship if there's can you still be a crew if there's no (laughs) ship i mean i guess we'll find that out yeah because mary finally gets the respect of the whole of all of the straw hats in the sense of a proper lack of a better term a a proper burial Mm -hmm. and this part of one piece that was so crucial and so important to i mean it's how they got along on the dang sea for goodness sakes but we get to say goodbye and it just there's a there's a it they reanimated part of this to get to get like a best of mary set like episode out of it and it's called the episode of mary the um, compilation it's so difficult to watch because it's presented like uh it's presented like a memorial yeah and yeah. mary has been so important to the straw hats 
throughout this entire thing that they ha- they have to press on now. They have to deal with a major loss and press on. Thankfully, they know a shipwright that owes them a solid. Polly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. So he makes an entire ship out of rope, you see. And <laughs> Um, but I think <laughs> the thousand ropey. Oh no! Wow, that's Ooh. Mm. Uh, I don't stop. like that. I'm so stop. sorry, Regretti. Good, Regretti um, spaghetti. <laughs> but with that, I believe we're going to sail off. We are going to remember Mary as we knew her, and uh, we'll come back with the post. Any's lobby at the beginning of the next episode. So before we go, we want to make sure that you can follow the crew at their various places of social and media. Uh, let's get started with Caden. Where can the folks find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram. It's all just Caden. Caden, uh, Caden Jensen, K-D-I-N-J-E-N-Z-E-N. You can also find me on the Rooster Teeth website. And that's just Caden there. K-D-I-N. L. You can find me online at Al McClellan Jr. A L M C C L E L L A N D J R. Good luck. Um, <laughs> no, I'm still recovering, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram at Mark B. Donica. How about you, Molly? You can find me on Twitter at T E H F L O O D and Tumblr at Molly Flood, Molly K Flood, depending on what you're looking for. And we have a Yayo Talk Show Tumblr that you guys should be following if you so enjoy One Piece fan art, One Piece memes, uh, One Piece. The EBRT memes. Everything. <laughs> yeah, every, everything One Piece, you know, on, to- if on you Tumblr. Want everything. But <laughs> everything! <laughs> Going along with how most arcs and sagas have ended, now that you've listened to the show, you've joined our crew! With that comes the responsibility of telling your friends, leaving a comment, following us on Twitter and Twitch at Yayo Talk Show, and letting Caden watch the show in one piece. So hey. come aboard, <laughs> and we'll see you next time on Yayo Talk Show. Talking about one piece! piece.